Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment for your lovely Tuesday afternoon. Listener rewards for this month of April that is coming to a close, but you can still log in online or on a mobile device and become eligible for some cool prizes. Sarah Borella's tickets, movie passes to see uh, Jennifer Lopez in The Hustle, and maybe even an Amazon Echo. Get the app or go online, register with Listener Rewards. Do that on our website, Mm mytalk1071.com. I will, though, just tell everybody to unplug their Echoes and their Amazons. I mean, I don't know if it's too late to put the genie back in the bottle, but they are listening. And the reason they're listening is for getting them to be able to eavesdrop better and pick up better on words. I mean, I guess if you're not a bad guy, I just am opposed to anybody listening to me in my home. No, I know. Well, and... So I just unplugged Amazon. Yeah, in my I house. understand. Yes. Yeah. And I just want to, while we're having this yeah. conversation, encourage people to go into stores. And restaurants. Thank you very and much. Restaurants. Yes. We... Um, there's this whole group of people, including someone you might be married to, mm-hmm. that refuses to go to stores anymore. It is so important. Re- retailers are really having a hard time. And they so are, are restaurants. Yeah. They are. Go out, go enjoy. Be in person. Go in person and touch and feel. How can you buy? I know. I, I, I agree with you. It does worry I mean, us. It is our one quote unquote old lady worry. It is an old lady worry that we really have for retailers. Home and it'll be nothing but not, everything. Not so you go phone. to an area to, to go. I mean, please yeah, go out. I I Support agree. your local re- any retailer. Oh boy. Okay. So right there. There was our plea today. There's our plea. Okay. So people were beyond excited that Beyonce's lemonade because you know she's just been exclusively on title yeah so lemonade is finally available on everything apple spotify people you know it's been three years well i'm just saying it made mm-hmm. a lot of people excited yes i know to have that uh so the whole album and she released one demo version of a song that hadn't been heard before so that happened someone threw a lemon at uh, Ariana Grande during her Aricella weekend at, yes. uh, at Coachella. How rude. I mean, really. Was there some significance to the lemon? No, well, that doesn't what? matter. It just doesn't matter. It's probably in something. Yeah. Jesus, Donnie. Is there some significance? Oh, the old no, lemon throwing curious. thing. It wasn't a lemon being thrown at Beyonce so she could turn it into lemonade. It was just somebody's <laughs> old lemon that they thought they would wing at Ariana Grande as she's performing. Jeez, rude. 
Beyond so rude. rude. It's things and people. Hey, what else do we know? Okay, Donnie posted this. It's absolutely hysterical. Snoop Dogg narrating this YouTube star's um, Nikki tutorial. She does makeup. Yeah. Uh, he refers to her as Knickknack, and he she's doing it for Mark Jacobs Beauty, but he overdoes it. Yep. It, you don't hear you hear him instead of her describing how she's putting on her. It is the best thing you will watch all day if you just need to do it because he's just like Snoop Dogg could narrate anything. You he really could. I know. He's yeah. good at that. Yeah, and I feel like I'd like to see, you know I wanna do makeup tutorials when your eyes aren't the same shape they used to be or you have more wrinkles on the left side than you the right side. Have that, I'm gonna Julia. start at my own old lady makeup tutorials. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because you know because look at I always am so well done every day that people always come up to me. You have amazing makeup game. I'm going to. I've decided I'm going to start an old lady podcast. But there are some tricks yeah. when you can't see. I don't believe you at all. Okay, there's no way there's that's no, happening. There's no podcast. Coming. There's not happening. Then, yeah. By the way, the ladies on the View have erupted. And they've had two huge brawls two days in a row. That's not okay. Megan McCain at the that's heart okay. of both of it. It's like unbelievable. They had a whole week up. So, I don't know, maybe the producer at The View is happy about that they've been trending, so that's happening. Oh, please. If you need to wash your mind, I'm telling you, Snoop Dogg doing this, when she starts doing the um, um, the the primer, he's like, this is the roots, this is the roots of your face. Mm-hmm. Every single thing, it's, <laughs> it's hysterical. It's okay. Perfect. Robin Crawford. Do you know that name? I do know that name. Okay. And I do know the story. And did you, I know I watched it. Did you watch the Whitney documentary on Showtime? Yes. Yes. One of them. One of something, but I knew all about Robin, Whitney's friend. Yeah, that the 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 Whitney that that was on. I think it was on Showtime. I I, I know we both watched it yeah. because it was it was really something else. So Robin Crawford is she came up in the documentary. She comes up with everything with Whitney. Um, as far as like they've been buddies since they were teenagers. Right. She became just like anybody who becomes famous young. You hire your. Friends and family to be your assistant, yep. your entourage. And Robin was was uh, Whitney's assistant. And mm-hmm. and they were very close. There had been, oh, they were maybe romantic partners right. and something had happened. And when Whitney met Bobby Brown, who it was like just instant love between these two, he was very jealous and threatened by her and she had to go. Robin has a book deal and it's coming out in what they can, like, only books that they think are going to do well yep. get the November Fifth. release date. Yep. She's got November 5th. It's called The Song for You, My Life with Whitney Houston. And A Song for You is, um, that is, Whitney covered a Leon Russell song. Oh, this yep. is a beautiful song. Beautiful song. song. Oh, yeah. Is it a love song, Donnie? Oh, yes. Can you find it? Sure. Well, okay. Anyway, so it was acknowledged in this documentary that Whitney and Robin had a relationship, that they that there was real love there, that they had this uh, relationship, and that uh, this is going to be a very... Loving? But... She's going to, we're going to hear stuff, but I don't know that anyone in Whitney's family will be that upset with it because Bobby Brown and I don't think Sissy in the documentary, but I believe her sister-in-law, Pat Houston, 
said it was just kind of thought of well, whatever they had was what they had. And, right. But Bobby Brown was like, no, it was more than that. Yes. And we had to choose. So I, I don't think that it really matters. But the rift between Whitney and her dear, dear friend, that had to be something like when someone knows you before you become famous mm-hmm. and then they disappear out of your life after they've been there. That was probably really a rock for, I'm just kind of like thinking about Whitney and some of her, you know, sadness that she had and what she struggled with, who liked her for who, who liked her for her money. Right. And then the most important person, Robin, you know, she's really out of her life, like the last 10 years of of Whitney's life. So Mm -hmm. I'd be interested in reading that book. I agree with you. And the thing I'm just thinking back to is that, She's gone, but also Bobby Christina. That was just so unbelievably I mean, tragic. Unbelievably Almost the tragic. same way. Yep. Yeah. The the uh, yeah. I just think wow. But we felt like upset for Whitney when that reality show happened. Oh, we being knew, Bobby Brown. That was so hard to watch. We couldn't watch the show. It was we like felt someone bad. pulled back the curtains on who she really was. It was just it was train wreck television and not in any kind of a good way. That was and horrible. We, that was like a horrible peak. Yes. And I remember when her comeback and she couldn't hit the notes, we were so yeah, excited for her. Me. Yeah. It was really that but was a we really painful disloyal, thing to go through as a fan. And we felt disloyal watching that show because we loved and adored her and we're like no way are we watching this hell on earth this and you know what's kind of interesting is when you think about it Lori. i mean you know she was such a superstar but all we would know are the pictures from the photos and the tablets and a couple interviews she did a horrible one with oprah when crack was whack that was not oprah that was it was jane run the diane sawyer diane sawyer thank you um Mm -hmm. but we didn't know that much, but then when you see how she talks every day and how she was treating Bobby Christina and her husband and how they treated staff, this is it was hard. And the Britney did chaotic with Kevin Federline, yeah, and we're that like, "That was a hard show." We to didn't want to know that either. So that was, I, I like that was only six episodes. That was like, but yes, we like keeping some people at bay. We don't want to know the truth. Her people tried to talk her out of doing mm-hmm. that show, just like Christina. We, I always kind of we were mad at Oprah that she. Kind of exploited Bobby Christina a little bit. Three months after her mom died. Mm-hmm. And then that was her when Owen was doing all their reality shows. With the that Judds she, that the, all failed with Winona Judd and the the other one. Shania Twain, yeah, which right. was horrible. She she turned, uh, she could. That was really hard. It, she is one of the dullest people that you'll ever oh, I know. see. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but here's the big question. <laughs> okay, what is it as we... As we go down that little rabbit trail that we went down. Queen Elizabeth did this and changed monarchy forever as far as children are concerned. Okay. And that is that... Da-da-da-da-da-da! Bing! She was the first royal to nurse... Her uh, child. Breastfeed. Mm -hmm. They always had wet nurses. Right. And they would send the kids out to the country. Or you could be a wet nurse just right in your castle or whatever... Um, so Queen Elizabeth, she breastfed Prince Charles yep. when he was born in 1948. And that was the first time in the royal family that it was acknowledged that a member, that someone was breastfeeding because it was considered beneath them. Uh, well, it, well, it does say that. The, does it say? Uh-huh, I have it. Yeah, I have it, it does. It does. I highlighted it all that, yeah. um, 
It was beneath them. It was beneath an aristocratic woman. Yes. And, and you were, as aristocratic woman, supposed to get right back in the bed with your man and start producing more heirs. Yeah, That's right. right. right mm-hmm. yes. So, Meghan Markle, breastfeeding, yay or nay? Of course she yay. is. Oh, my gosh. But here's my, I hear it as reportedly, uh, the, the olden people called the concept of breastfeeding repellent and beneath their station. I always like that line. That's beneath my station. Yes. That's very much a little finger comment. I kind of like that. It's beneath my station. Stirring. It's just not done. It's just not done. No. I feel like there was a family member on your side of the family that was a wet nurse. That in the family war, that somebody, when they came over, they really? immigrated and that they were a wet nurse because of voluminous amounts works. of milk because they just had that. a child. Oh. Voluminous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who would that be? I'm going to tell you off the air in case I've got my family history wrong. Okay. All right. We'll be right back right. with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, welcome to the lounge uh, headquarters here at uh, My Talk 1071. Recliners are us. Recliners are us. Welcome to the Lori and Julia prime time <laughs> lounge We're a lounging attitude for comfort today yes right. well sit back relax right. and i'll dish some dirt All for right. you let's catch up on the jesse smollett saga it continues those brothers uh ola and abel Dario, well they are suing jesse smollett's legal team for defamation today they have filed a federal defamation lawsuit against smollett's legal team including mark garagos and his law firm this lawsuit claims that Jesse Smollett paid these brothers, quote, a sum of money to stage the attack against Smollett to benefit himself and that Jesse Smollett directed every aspect of the attack, including the location and all of the details. So remember that these two brothers were taken into custody to explain their role in all of this. And what they are saying is that they've been involved in all of this. Now their names have been besmirched by the media and that is because of Jesse Smollett's legal team. I don't think they're going to get very far because I, I think they told the prosecuting attorneys they weren't going to cooperate with right. the testimony. And that's yep. one reason they dropped the case. Yep. I don't know. I Yeah, you know, they testified uh, before a grand jury. So, you know, I don't know if this necessarily has any legs to it, but they yeah. have filed the they're lawsuit. Trying, they, well, yeah, they're... Yeah, I someone advised them yeah. to do yeah. this. To so, do yeah, yeah right. to do it. So that defamation lawsuit... And Jesse, has he filed. said anything about... Because remember, he's all innocent, remember? He didn't... He yeah. wants, notice when he did on the courtroom steps, he never said, I demand that no. you find the real perpetrator. No, never. no he never no. did. And speaking of Jesse Smollett, the creator of Empire, Lee Daniels, uh, TMZ caught up with him. And Lee Daniels says that there's an important discussion going on today. On- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And... What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Whether or not Jesse Smollett should be cut from Empire. So uh, Lee Daniels was out and about in New York City, and he was asked about the next season of Empire and whether or not there's a place for Jesse. And there's no clear answer. Lee Daniels obviously not saying anything. And one of the reasons is because season six has not been greenlit yet by Fox. Well, 100%. And I don't think it will be. Yeah, you don't think it will be? No, nope. I, I think that I think that show's done. Yeah. I feel like it's done. Yeah, you know, it was one of those shows that burst onto the scene. So loved it. Just loved incredibly it. hot. Everyone loved it. And, you know, season, five seasons of any television show is a pretty stupendous mm-hmm. feat when you think about it. How many shows never even make it past, like, episode three, episode yeah. four? So, right. You we, have to have more than one person to be that's likable. And yeah. It, the, the brothers weren't really likable. No. The dad, Terrence Howard, Cookie was the only one who was likable. And the character that, uh, Sidibe. But that was sort of supporting role, get whatever yeah, her name yeah, is. Yeah, Sidibe. Sidibe, she was like the assistant to Terrence right. Howard's character. I don't know. I, that's what made me lose interest in the show second season. I, I was, think you're on to something. Yeah. I mean, that likability stuff is you so important. Just have a couple more people to like. Well, yeah, it's hard to watch a TV show when you don't like any of the characters. Yeah. At this point, when you have so many different options to choose from, right. why would you spend your time with people that you don't like? All right, also going to catch you up on the free Britney story. So TMZ cameras caught up with Britney Spears' boyfriend, uh, Sam Asghari. He said that Britney Spears is doing amazing. He was out in Los Angeles driving around. Of course, Sam and Britney were photographed together at the Montage Beverly Hills Hotel uh, on Sunday. Allegedly, Britney Spears out on a day pass from her wellness facility where she is currently staying. Sam added that she will be back soon. She's doing great. Nobody needs to worry. She's not being held against her will. I, I think people need to stop. She's suffering from mental illness. Well, so, and there were a group of fans in West Hollywood that were holding a free Britney protest. And uh, even her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, is on social media, on Instagram, firing back at critics amid that protest in West Hollywood, that free Britney protest. Uh, She did post on Instagram a photograph, or not a photograph, a video of paparazzi from about a decade ago when a lot of the Britney Spears saga was starting. Mm -hmm. And she said, 10 years ago, who was there? I have been here long before anyone else and I'll be here long after. She said, I love my sister with everything I have. So anyone or anything that speaks to the contrary can bleep bleep with all the comments about what you don't understand. Yeah. Jamie Lynn Spears continues, do not come for me or the ones I love anymore. She said, you can move the blank out of here with all that. Just like this lady who was running her mouth with a mm. wave goodbye emoji. So okay. that was Jamie Lynn Spears commenting. It'd be, it, it would be hard when, you know, your sister is struggling and having people thinking that she's being held right. against her will. And I know. All this other stupid stuff. So there is where the free mm. Britney story ends today. <laughs> <laughs> For today, the saga continues until we get another source. I will say that Britney's people, Britney Spears' people are now co- commenting on the story. People magazine. Yeah, they're I mean, putting can a story. anyone have any, I guess, yeah, it's hard. It's a, it's a hard uh for the gossip columnist too, you know, because well, we're missing even, a lot of information. A lot of we don't information, have and right. also how many tabloids and stuff did people add to when Britney was undiagnosed and stuff, and she really was getting chased by the paparazzi and 
They oh, made your yeah. life a living hell. They, they did. Well, think of how paparazzi culture was in yeah. 2007, 2008, pre-social media. I mean, mm-hmm. we had Facebook back then, but that was really about it. And that was private. And just the insanity of the to paparazzi get the to get the photos. Exactly. The photos were worth cold, hard cash. Yeah. And that's and that's mm-hmm. why I think they were mad at Meghan Markle, you know, the Duchess, Duchess of Sussex. Because they're not going to present the baby out on the steps, so the yeah. photographers are not going to get the big money. Oh, okay, yeah. you know, right. And having control over the photos and that sort of thing. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. That's a, a lot of people having having to figure out different ways to reinvent themselves. Oh, sure. You know, because celebrities have the control of images with social media. I mean, done and done. Paparazzi. That is a old way of doing business. So yeah. you know, and when we do have paparazzi photographs. In the Daily Mail, a lot of times those are coordinated. It's like, you know, the yeah. publicists will be like, oh, well, Jennifer Garner's going to be at the Brentwood Country Mart right. yes. on Sunday afternoon with her children. Wouldn't you like to get a photograph of them looking pleasant? Well, mm-hmm. yes, we would. And, and so then it's a mutual. forever. Yeah, right. that's, a, that's a tale right. as old as time. I mean, come on. Mrs. Potts was singing that stuff to Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> All right. I'm going to mention this story about Deadwood creator David Milch. He has uh, disclosed that he has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. He told New York Magazine this. He said it's minimal, but he does have deterioration uh, in the organization of his brain. He says it's progressive, and he started noticing some of the symptoms five years ago. He said people around him noticed that he had a short temper. His recall was a little bit off. He said, I became more and more of an acquired taste, and then finally he went in to go and get tested. So he said, you know. He's doing okay with that. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow at the premiere of Avengers Endgame yesterday. Well, she only probably stayed there for a little while longer. Posted because- <laughs> the whole gallery. Very, oh, yeah. What's her name? Yeah. Uh, Scar- Scarlett Johansson, hands Looked down the beautiful. best. That Versace gown was amazing. Just she short. looks stunning. And then she has the cute blonde bob again. And she was wearing the Infinity Stone, by the way, for you Avengers nerds. Brie Larson and, and- Scarlett Johansson wearing the Infinity Stones uh. around their fingers. That is what the Avengers are all about. Oh, yeah. I can't really tell you anything more about that other. They're very important to the movie. People and like this movie. What did game. you think of Pepper like Potts's tuxedo uh, uh, dress jacket with the with the I neck like- brace of bow around her neck? That was weird. Yeah, I'm not big on the bows, but Gwyneth Paltrow outfit. looks she's got great. Legs she's for days. Got, she's got it. legs for yeah. days. She looked fantastic. And then afterwards, she went to a birthday party where she was photographed with her ex's new girlfriend, Dakota Johnson. Uh, Oh, so my friendly. Consciously friendly. Yeah. All right. What's happening on the roads out there? Is it uh, getting busy now that we're kind of the brakes are over? And yeah, you know, getting we're getting the usual. Cr- Dark jeans and your Nikes. Look at you. Oh, damn. Never seen that color blue. Just think of the fun things we could do. Me for me. Yeah. We can't make any promises now, can we be? Duh. Double duh. Double dutch duh. <laughs> okay. Here we go, Double Julia. Dutch. Here it is. Here's the study. Tell me. Duh. Duh. <laughs> if you have sex before bed, you'll have a better night's sleep. What? <laughs> Doesn't that sound we, good? Haven't we known this forever? But the, yep. the, the Central Queensland University said just because we've long thought an orgasm pre-sleep is a wonderful thing they didn't feel there was enough definitive evidence to show that it does impact 
your sleep. You can ask any woman who ever has had sex with a guy, how quickly does he fall asleep? It's in some cases, it's it's, it's almost immediately. Yep. It's like a sleep but button comes on. There's a physiological reason. Uh, and I know there is. Okay. I know so there you know. is. Okay. So here's what it, the researchers okay. surveyed 800 uh, men and women about their sex life. And... Um, Having an orgasm helps quite a bit, people. 68% of women and 74% of men report better sleep if they have the big O. And um, uh, the lead researcher said they wanted to see, was there any difference specifically between the genders? Were, were there? Yes. Because specifically, a high higher proportion of males reported perceived improvement in sleep quality and sleep following sex um and that their final thought on the whole matter was that guys are more likely to orgasm during sex with or without a partner so i'm like okay duh on that (laughs) okay that didn't really okay okay i'm like i'm not sure what they thought they were reporting that was so different from other studies i know that's why I gave it to you. Yeah, the mm-hmm. really the cycle, really you know. So anyway, but yeah, even if you are solo by yourself, having trouble falling asleep, you know, that helps. It, it, yeah, bring Just. yourself to orgasm, and the chances of your not having to count sheep that night are very. Very good. Very, very good. Very okay? good. That was very helpful. Okay, so that is a study of done. Okay. Now here's another study of done. Do you think just the smell of coffee alone can improve your focus? Yes. Yes. I'm just going to say yes. Yeah. If uh, if you're trying to cut back on your coffee addiction, but you still need that midday caffeine buzz or in yep. our case, afternoon. I mean, Hannah all, came in with it today and we smelt it and it was just like, yum. Even just getting a couple mindful minutes in a coffee shop, uh-huh. smelling somebody's freshly brewed yum. coffee, that is all it takes. Uh, this okay. is Toronto University of Can- in Canada, that the placebo effect of coffee with the aroma, the appearance, and even the sounds made in a coffee shop Heighten your ambition, focus, and arousal without actually even drinking it. So this probably wow. explains why you see so many people working in a coffee shop. Just being around being that around activity just is, is joyful. Yeah, as long as individuals <laughs> see a connection between coffee and arousal, whatever its origin may be, just the mere exposure to coffee-related cues trigger arousal in and of themselves without even drinking. Or having but, any uh, but the coffee arousal, right? Yes, smelling okay. the coffee gives you psychoactive arousing effects. It's a great smell. Oh man! If only they could make Viagra like something you could smell. You know, so well, they do have. You know, hmm. they should make that. They do have. Um, well, like probably, headache pills that are inhalers now. Remember, because with my migraines, they have an inhaler for it because the medication makes you sick. Makes you yeah. sick. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, the study. Coffee. The study was built on a psychological effect called mental construal. Which boy could we get that word mixed Ooh. up? Really? Mental yeah. constipation yeah. or, or menstrual, menstrual or whatever? Menstrual or menstrual <laughs> arama? Yeah. It just which is how people think and process information. Whether you focus on the narrower details or the big picture, the results of the study. That showed like they showed coffee cues with images and smells, and it just showed definitively like if you think coffee is something that just smelling it and being around it will make you feel 
Nice. More awake and more focused. I love it's it. Like Pavlov. It's a conditioned response. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, this study could help explain how drinking decaffeinated coffee can produce faster reaction times on task because the mental association just between it's the just fact so you're having coffee. Yeah. Okay. Now here's another one. All right. Give me another This one. is a study. You two are parents, so you'll have a better uh, uh, handle on that. Okay. that. Um, as DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince once said, to, to all you kids across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. The average parent will have 2,184 arguments with their children every year. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, okay. Here's what the ages of the kids were: two to twelve. Yeah, they had two thousand adults with kids between that age, and they broke it down to 182 spats a month, which breaks down to 42 a week or six arguments a day. Oh and they're not really arguments. It's like I want to do that, but you can't. Yeah, most yeah. of it. Moms and dads are using almost 50 minutes of their day bickering. Says right. this study. It, the average bickering session lasts about eight minutes. That's long. Most that is of way them, long. most of the arguments concern children's preferences and what activities they want to participate in, what they want to eat or drink. Mm-hmm. Not eating everything oh, yeah. is the most common thing that can be an argument, followed by arguments over unclean bedrooms um, or kids <laughs> wanting unhealthy snacks or refusing. You know, to eat a carrot, an apple, or right, whatever. Right, right, and right, respondents right. say they will wind up winning half. And 60% of the 2,000 parents said they compromised to keep the peace because that is the one to get everybody happy, to get the job done. Nine and 10 parents offer kids rewards for doing what they're told. Nine out of ten. That's well, a lot. Uh, well, at some point, everybody. you're just like, really? Yeah, and and, and what are those rewards? The two most pri- the popular? Um, um, food? No. Money? Money? Money. Mm-hmm. Candy? A- extra time on a digital device. Oh, These, uh, those digital devices are killing us. Those are the two things. Uh, and on the flip side, 45% of moms and dads say taking away screen time is the number one most powerful it is. form of it's punishment. It's more than money because kids don't care about money like they care about their screens. That's right. Yep. So anyway, but these arguments are the same arguments parents and kids have been having forever. Not eating everything on their plate, untidy bedrooms, children saying they're hungry but not wanting to eat anything healthy, Children saying they're full after they've barely touched anything on their plate. (laughs) Siblings fighting with each other. Wanting to eat sweets before a meal. Mm -hmm. Trying to delay bedtime. Homework. The gadgets. And then not brushing their teeth and and laundry everywhere and all that. It really is a lot of reminding. But it's the same fights that people have been having. Do the dishes, clean up, make your bed, brush your teeth, turn off your phone, da-da-da-da. Yeah. Just with the exception of the phone and the screen time mm-hmm. one. So, yeah, but these, someone did the math. We were wondering about that. Always. Yeah, 21. This is yeah, why parents uh, say to your your parents say to me or you guys, just wait till you have kids. Or you'll see. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. I know <laughs> that is that is what yeah. people who have older kids love to say to people with younger kids. Or like my mom what and dad like say? saying to their kids. 
you're going to get payback when you have kids. Right. Yeah. You, you know, you'll you'll find out. Right. You'll find <laughs> out. Yeah. You'll find out. Yeah. Okay, now here is another study. Nine. Does this surprise you? Do you think kids know where their fruits and vegetables come? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Come from. I know just last summer we had somebody who didn't know, 31-year-old, who didn't know a cucumber eventually could become a pickle. I know. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'm going to say... This is kids kids ages 6 to 12. Probably it's a little more difficult these days. Yeah, one in five kids don't know apples grow on trees and nine stop, and ten weren't stop. aware. Six, that's ridiculous. That bananas no, that's or strawberries grow on plants. No, that, the apple one is ridiculous. <laughs> they didn't know bananas grew on plants. Plants. Okay. Listen, I got to agree with the kids. I didn't know what the hell a kiwi grew on until I'm uh-huh. sure I was in my 20s. Well, right. 96% of kids can't tell you how a kiwi grows. No. I can't even. How does it grow? Out of the, out of, uh, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I think it grows like a strawberry, like on a vine. Uh, maybe, well, I don't this know. Would be when you would punch up some keys. Yeah. Well, I'm punching. Punching. Right, punch up some keys. Sixty percent of kids. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I. Sixty percent of kids didn't know grapes grew on vines. People four and ten kids thought cherries grow on bushes, vines, or plants. Because you always see the cherry tree in Hi Ho Cherry Ho, the game. Fifteen percent of kids <laughs> thinks melons grow underground, and ninety-five percent had no idea how strawberries were grown. So, anyway, I kind of feel like okay, the apple one seems the, the most apple surprising. Obvious, right? But, but the rest of them, yeah, you know. Really? Bananas? What is well, it saying about kiwis, Donnie? Oh, uh, they grow on vines, Vine. just like strawberries. Like strawberries. Yes. Yeah. So wow. anyway, yeah, there you go. And avocados come from trees. Yes. Uh, yes. Julia. Yeah. I think I yeah. So that's not easy. No, this is a study that, that was doesn't a hard surprise test us. today. <laughs> that's that, really that was not. That was maybe kind of okay. Okay. We'll maybe we agree with the people. Maybe we do. All yeah. right. Listen, when we come back. We have our favorite uh, headline of the day and something. Were you going to reveal something to us? I today? have something. Yes. Okay. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday, the most productive day of the week. Our favorite headline has to do with Britney Spears because this is pretty amazing news for her. Sony Pictures has, uh, she lands a movie deal for Once Upon a One More Time musical treatment. So Sony Pictures Pictures has won an auction for screen rights to the Broadway-bound 
Once Upon a One More Time, a fairy tale fueled by the hit songs of Britney Spears. The stage version premieres this fall at the James M. Niederlander in Chicago. Okay. Before heading to Broadway next year. Britney will produce it along with her manager and some other entertainment. So in Once Upon a One More Time... Cinderella, Snow White, and other fairy tale princesses gather for their book club when a rogue fairy godmother Mm. drops the feminine mystique, the book by Betty Friedan from the late 60s, early 70s, into their corseted laps, spurring a royal revelation amongst the ladies. The musical features, oops, I did it again, Lucky, Circus, and Toxic. It's an original book, and it'll be done by um, the Rock of Ages gal. And, and uh, I love this idea. What a cool concept, isn't though, it? To have all these old fairy tale ladies. And they said it'll be like it. in the vein of a Mamma Mia, but all mm. of the songs oh, will are be Britney's with Britney. And I is, love it. Isn't that sound I hope great? I she co-wrote some of them. Well, there it's all her songs, every single one, and it's kind of clever. Once upon a one more time, so yeah. once upon a time in Hollywood, once upon a mattress. Mm-hmm. I love, love it, that. Love it. Love it. So that sounds clever. That is some really amazing news for Britney Spears yes, today. I like it. Well, yeah. here's some sad news for St. Paul. What? Um, the summer kickoff festival organizers have canceled Grand Old Days for the first time in 45 years. What? They have canceled it um, for. This year to regroup, and then they're going to do it again no. in 2020. I'm going to be honest. Wow. I'm telling you, they don't have the money. They they weren't able to raise enough money yeah, to I put guess. it to on like the bands. Yep, yep. <gasps> 45 years. It's been 45 years. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's the first Sunday. First Festival's Sunday in been June. A mainstay on it's the kind of been the kickoff of Sunday of June for the past 45 years with hundreds of thousands of attendees. Um, and they want to rethink it. I mean, I'm telling you about... No, the Hollywood speak is they had the vendor, you know, the, the Grand Avenue merchants who contribute money, and it's probably a percentage, uh, uh, like a half a percent of maybe what they take in. They can't in. raise enough money this year, period, is what they say. Because said. people aren't going to stores, as you've rightly sounded the alarm on. Or restaurants. Please go out. Please yeah. go out, people. And because otherwise we're just going to have to stay at home, watch Netflix, not have sex, and order off of Amazon. <laughs> no, that's the this thing. Netflix, Netflix and chill used to be Netflix and, and you know, sex. Yeah. But there, all the studies find out Netflix and more Netflix. Yeah. I mean, what? Come on. All right. So anyway, this that's is really. Shocking. I'm not, I have like a long standing tradition Lori, with a friend of mine, like to meet at Dixie's at 1130. I've I mean, been going this since I was a kid. kid. Yeah. You've been going even longer. We than took I. kegs on wagons up and down Grand oh Avenue. Oh, my God. But even before that, we rode our bikes before the double decker bus came. Isn't there like somebody with a gob of money who could just write the check so we could have it? No, they're re they said they want to take a fresh look at the event and restructure to revamp for 2020. They'll be coming back in 2020. Okay. But a number of empty storefronts around Grand Avenue, yeah. along with rising expenses, including taxes, require changes. Yeah, and you know, you think of all the bands that are playing along there, and the, I mean, somebody's got to... I'm not, I'm more upsetting. concerned about Grand Avenue. I mean, they're really... Mm-hmm. No, there's a lot of empty stores. You're totally right mm-hmm. about that. Jeez. How am I going to... Hmm. How am I gonna? Okay. All right. Well, what can here I do? we can. Here's what we can do. We can. Okay. Test. Zachary Levi. Who you go? Who is that? I know who he is. He 
has been a lot of TV shows. Yeah. But he in if you watch the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh-huh. he plays her love interest. He's the quite new dreamy. He's the dreamy. new one, and he's going to host the 2019 MTV Movie and TV Awards on June 17th. He's so, Shazam, Lori. Yes, I know he's Shazam. I didn't know that he was Shazam. He's Shazam, but like I really like. He's gorgeous. Appreciated him with the whole new eye when he popped up in the second season of Marvelous. Oh, yes. yeah. Mrs. So, Maisel for like uh, a hunkage purposes. Done well on Broadway, too. He yes, sings. He's, yes. He's multi-talented. Anyway, is, so he's hosting. He's got a new job. Taylor Swift dyed the ends of her hair pink and was supposed to wear all denim to Gigi Hadid's party, 24th birthday party. She broke it. She was wearing some pink frilly something, and she's dropping something on Monday, and whether it's an album, a fashion line, or an both, egg. an Easter an egg, because <laughs> all of her Instagrams have yeah. all been very, they are so opposite of snakes and reputation, and that whole album, it's very pink and blue and white right. and kittens and all of that. Um, some of the you know uh, fans have said she's not dropping new music, she's just doing a big fashion line but maybe she's doing both i don't know but she dyed the ends of her hair pink and she still radical. has her tragic radical. bangs of dooms radical what do you do with pink hair i don't know radical did anyone watch our game of um lies video that we posted uh yeah i did uh, remember when we did yeah it's the game of what? Our video series, Lori? Oh, was the, the Game, game of, of Thrones? Yes. When we're doing the it was Xylophone. posted. It was Xylophone. posted. Watch the Game of Xylophone. How dumb do we look? Pretty dumb. Pretty okay. dumb, but I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. Okay. You know, I thought that Ryan looked really good in my pink vest. Donnie. <laughs> with you, the beard? With your pubic beard. <laughs> How bad did I look? You know, you looked. Fu- you, were, like you were Khaleesi. Yeah. I did have the long blonde hair. Yeah. You did. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. You and Donna were playing the theme. Bum, 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 yeah. bum, 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 By the way, um, oh, I knew how, I know how to play that. I know you. Yeah, yeah. You and I love Amy Sedaris, but we didn't oh. watch her last week when she was on with. Um, Who was she on with? Maybe Seth Meyers. Oh. Anyway, she told a hilarious story about how she blows marijuana, a smoke at her rabbit Rabbits. Tina when Tina has to get her nails clipped. <laughs> Just to get her just slightly relaxed. Yeah, right, right. She just blows around it. <laughs> Apparently rabbits get their she nails. It's so quirky. She really is. Oh, I love it. Oh, my um, gosh. Have a great night. Yes, Enjoy everybody. everything. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.